Yeah, it's Sedano and Cap on a Thursday afternoon here on 710 ESPN. Sedano out on assignment with the network. That just sounds cool. I don't know if it's really that cool, but he's out working an NBA game somewhere. So that means today, yeah, DeMarco Farr is in the house. What's up, man? He's he's kind of in the house. He's talking to MT, so give me a little second. He's setting up right now. Oh, wait, so DeMarco and Michael Thompson are going at it right now? They're talking to each other? Not going at it, but, you know, MT has a game, and he was here, and he was with Mason in Ireland. So, you know, the boys chit-chatted a bit, and DeMarco's setting himself up right now. Tell them, tell them to have their conversation on the air. I want to know what inquiring minds want to know what Michael Thompson <laughs> would, and DeMarco are talking about right now. I think, I think it was that idea. I beat Kiki and uh, MT gave it to Kiki. But it's okay, you know? It's okay. But we got DeMarco. I'm, I, I've been here, right here. What's happening? Sorry, What's up, don't DeMarco? be blind. <laughs> What's going on, Cap? Lindsay? Yo, how you doing? I'm good. I was just talking to Michael about uh, that, that big fight coming up. Which one? The Canelo uh, fight? Canelo and Caleb Plant, yeah. I'm going there tomorrow. Are you really? Yeah, so tomorrow when you and I work together, I will be in Las Vegas where I am going there tomorrow morning. Uh, I was having a hard time finding a flight, so I had to take an early morning flight. I'm using a radio station in Las Vegas, so I'll broadcast from there. And then uh, Saturday afternoon, me and a couple buddies are going to have an early dinner and on our way to the Canelo fight. Nice, man. I wish I was going with you. That sounds like fun. You know what? I haven't been to a, 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 a Canelo Las Vegas yet. Nor have I, and that's why I'm going. Let me tell you a quick story. Yeah. You'll love this. You ready? Yeah. So if you're watching any of the Showtime pre-fight oh, fight yeah. documentary series, yes, then you see that Canelo does two things in his life. He trains to box, and he plays golf. Yes. So the guys that he plays golf with, uh, a couple of those guys are close friends of mine. And they came, I remember this about a year and a half ago. They're like, dude, you're not going to believe this, but we started playing golf with Canelo Alvarez. Wow. And I'm like, wait a second. You mean like the greatest boxer on the planet, Canelo Alvarez? And they're like, my one buddy, Blair, he's a UBS wealth manager. He's like, yeah, that's what they say. They say he's the best boxer. I've never heard of the guy. He's this little guy. I don't know. Because my buddy Blair's a big guy. He's about 6'3", <laughs> about 240. He's a big dude, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, wait, so you don't even know who Canelo Alvarez is? He's like, no, I just, I, I was introduced to him. Hi, Canelo. I'm Blair. How are you? Um, so now, here we are, all this time later, these guys play religiously, DeMarco, Every Friday and every Saturday, it's the same group of guys, and wow. they play golf religiously. And if you watch the Showtime docu-series, all my buddies are in this They're thing. in the video. Oh, Correct. so I just saw your buddies then. So they said, look, we're going to go see Canelo fight. I'm like, great, let's go do it. And so we're heading up there tomorrow. And here's what I keep asking these guys, because they've already made plans. Let me tell you this. You want to know how confident Canelo is that he's going to win this fight? You ready? Go ahead. They've already got a tea time on Sunday. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah. I, I think he's confident he's not going to get hurt. <laughs> if you're going to play if you think you're going to play golf the next day after a boxing match, yeah, you pick the right opponent. Yeah, right. I mean, this is you talk the ultimate confidence. It's like, "All right, guys, tea time. Uh, yeah. you know, Sunday. Yeah, I'll meet you guys there." So, I'm saying to these guys cuz I've never met Canelo. I'm saying to these guys, I'm like, "So, fellas, get in there. Are, you guys are his golf buds, right?" So after the fight, after he wins, are we going into the locker room? Are we taking absolutely? Pictures? And are we going? Yeah, we what they say. What are we doing? They're like, we're not really sure yet. We have we we think we're like on the outside of the inner circle of the bubble. Ah, uh -huh. okay. Well, if he wins, that bubble gets bigger. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, so if he I'm wins really convincingly, stoked. then you know people are surprisingly more amenable to you know strangers being let in. Yeah, I am really really stoked. I haven't been to a big fight in Vegas in a really long time and uh, excited 
And I'm actually leaving on a weekend where down south at Del Mar is the Breeders' Cup of horse racing, which is kind of like the Olympics of horse racing. And I know I'm the only person on the planet that's into horse racing. No, no. I got some friends that are big into horse racing. Yeah. Oh, really? Ken Rudolph. It's my guy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know a thing about it, but he is. (laughs) It's a a big week. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to go to to Breeders' Cup down at Del Mar. I'm going to go to Vegas and I'm going to go see Canelo fight. And I'm going to have a good time for a few nights. Heck so yeah. Looking forward to it. You yeah. know, Oscars Las Vegas was was great. Uh, Tyson's Vegas became scary. I yes, wonder what did. Canelo's is like. I bet it's I'll, similar to Oscar. I would think so. Yeah, I'm you're like if you're for the other side, you're drastically outnumbered. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So it is great to be with you, DeMarco. I, I was thinking about this today. You talk about how an NFL season can go really fast. Do you realize that the last time you and I did this, where we had a couple days working together, yeah. we were still in the NFL preseason. <laughs> we're, we're through eight weeks. Can you believe it? I know. Uh, but this is the funny thing. Eight weeks and we're still not halfway. This right. 17th game is a beast. <laughs> yeah, it's screwing me up Crazy. too. Right? Yeah, yeah, but it happens quick, doesn't it? It does. So yeah. we'll, we'll talk a bunch of NFL today because, honestly, I've never seen a news cycle yeah. like this before. Back when we did the show the first time in preseason, we liked Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Hey, listen, no joke. Um, today's Thursday. On Tuesday, George and I did our top five and bottom five of the NFL. Yeah. And on Tuesday of this week, I had the Packers as my number one team in the entire league. Wow. And today, of course, I've got them ranked in a completely different spot. Do everything in pencil. Everything right. in the NFL should be done in pencil because you yeah, never know. Good, good advice. So, look, let's just get started then. I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm super yeah. stoked that you'll be working with us again Hey, tomorrow. by the way, what is this water damage thing? I, I saw pictures of you talking about water damage. What happened? Oh, oh dude. So, my house, right? Um, I noticed something just didn't seem right. I have these hardwood floors. They were here when I got to the house, okay? And, and I, I've had these hardwood floors, and all of a sudden – they were like speed bumps going oh, down the hallway. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what and you I, mean. I literally almost tripped over over Your wood the is warping. Floor. Yeah. Yes, right. And so I, I said to my girlfriend, I go, something's going on here at the house, and she's definitely a lot more handy than I am, you know? And so we started looking around the house, and there's a crawl space on the outside of the house, and underneath I could hear a noise coming from it, but I couldn't exactly see what it was. The next day I called a plumber. They came, crawled into the space, found the leak they fixed it but now demarco there's mold it's taken days to clean the mold right then they got to tear up all the floors then they got to dry what something or whatever underneath and i had to move me and my three daughters out of the house so i am like living this bohemian sort of lifestyle right now where i'm out of my house and me and my daughters are over in a condo, and it's just, it's, it has been... Enjoy it. Embrace it. See, this is good. This, this is happening for a reason. You are so right. You have to you figure so out what right. it is, though. Yeah. I don't know what it is yet, but you're a thousand percent right, because even on, like, at the, at the lowest of low moments in all of this, I was like, there's got to be a reason that all this happens, and there's something that's good that will come out of it. And I kept thinking to myself, this isn't life and death. This is just a speed bump along the way. And then Monday night, me and my three daughters always have dinner together on Monday night. We're in this condo, and it's not as big as the house. And I said, this is awesome. The four of us are, like, right on top of each other. No one can go hide in their bedrooms. We're all having a great time. So, listen, I know it's it's tough, but, you know, you get past these things. No biggie. My hardwood did the same thing, and it it caused some some stress among my teammates. Uh, Because when you hit it, it creaked, and it was like a house alarm. 
it would wake everybody up in the house. So let's just say we got caught coming in with glitter. And yeah, we got caught before we could shower up and it was just bad. (laughs) I understand what the glitter part of it means, my man. (laughs) Everybody got in trouble because of that hardwood. (laughs) Hey, I I, want to say something to you real quick before we get started, because Laura, you said that DeMarco was talking to Michael Thompson, right? Yeah, correct. It's my guy. So you guys did a couple of radio shows together not long after you and I had worked together. Um, and I'm telling you right now that if I could build a new radio show on this radio station, DeMarco and MT would be my go-to show. Yes. You guys, you guys, and I'm telling you, this is now like eight, 10 weeks ago that you guys did. I remember driving down the road. I had the day off for some reason. I don't exactly recall why. And I remember listening to you guys going, these guys sound great together. You take a, a former football player who's a Super Bowl champion, put them together with a former basketball player who's an NBA champion. You put these two guys together and just let them sit there and tell each other stories. You guys were fantastic together. We we vibe. We, we love the same stuff pretty much. But I, I don't know if he knows this. I'm still in awe of him. I grew up watching him. You know, the Lakers were like family in my house. I thought Kareem was my uncle. That's how much we talked about him in my house. So every time I see him, I go right back to when I was a 10-year-old. So I'm in awe. That's but really then when cool. we talk about boxing, it's it, it's it's different. So, But he has this fascination with Lamar Jackson. He thinks anytime, anytime, anytime anybody criticizes Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens quarterback, he thinks it's hate. Even if it's legit. You know what I mean? So there's part of me that's like, Michael, please. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you again. I want you and I today to spend some time talking about all the biggest stories in the NFL from Vaughn Miller getting traded to the Rams to the Aaron Rodgers mess in Green Bay to what everybody's talking around the country about Odell Beckham and the Cleveland Browns. I mean, these are crazy stories in the sport that you and I both love, and, and I look forward to us getting there. But before we do, I know you're a big Laker fan. You just said, you know, it was family when you were a kid. You see that LeBron James is out tonight, right? Yeah. Are you at all worried about LeBron's durability? We talk about his age. We know about last year he was hurt. Two years prior to that, his first year with the Lakers, he got hurt. He missed a lot of time. I suspect this is really what the thought process was when they went out and got Russell Westbrook, that if LeBron misses time, Russ becomes the energy. But are you concerned about LeBron's durability because he's already missing this amount of time in the early part of the season? Uh, Yes and no, I guess. I mean, can you name a basketball player that hung around too long and was catastrophically hurt? You know, something on the floor that was just shocking to see? I Because I can't remember. Basketball players that get old just slow down some, and they go to the end of the bench. But I'm not worried about LeBron like having some sort of freak injury and he's out. Um, he's never been that sort of guy. I mean... And he seems to be on the cutting edge of, you know, of, of training techniques and diet and whatnot. I don't think there's a guy out there with a better diet than LeBron James. You know, I think everything that he shoves into his face is has been vetted by a chef. You know, he's he's a corporation onto himself. So, no, I don't I don't worry about LeBron James breaking down in a normal basketball route. If somebody falls into his ankle, that's you, you that's that's just an act of God. But LeBron James just getting hurt because he's played. Too much basketball? I can't see that. That's like Mikhail Barishnikov getting getting hurt dancing. He dances every day. LeBron plays every day. 
So I don't worry about him getting hurt that way, no. But LeBron has now an injury that's going to keep him out for at least a week, according to the reports. And if he's out for, the, for a week, he's going to miss the game tonight against Oklahoma City, obviously. He's going to miss Portland on Saturday, Charlotte on Monday, and oh, by the way, we'll be giving away tickets today to the Lakers and Charlotte this upcoming Monday. But I'm going to caution everybody listening right now because I want to give the early people an advantage. If you are listening right now at 4.07 p.m., we're going to give away these Laker tickets tonight at 5.45 p.m. So if you're listening right now, you have the advantage. You need to listen to the entire show because at 5.45, me, Lindsay, Laura, DeMarco, we're going to come up with the question of the show. Hmm. And the only way you're going to be able to answer that question is if you listen to the entire show. So if you want to go to your first Laker game of the season, Lakers versus Charlotte, Monday night this upcoming week, 545, we're giving you tickets, but you got to listen to the whole show. That's just the way it works, DeMarco. Well, I, you know, I remember back in the day, I went and saw the group New Edition. Remember them? Sure. They were on tour, and the, the show I went to, Bobby Brown didn't show up. I was disappointed, but the rest of the guys were good. It was a mm-hmm. good show. Yeah. LeBron's out for a week. I mean, I'm expecting more from Westbrook. I'm expecting more from Bello, but it shouldn't be the end of the world because LeBron's out a week. No. And I don't think that stretches into a month. I don't think we're there yet with LeBron. He's not that old. But I got to tell you, tonight's game against Oklahoma City, given what happened the last time the Lakers played Oklahoma City, the 26-point comeback that Oklahoma City had against the Lakers, and they didn't have LeBron that night. They won't have LeBron tonight. So I don't care if it's AD. That's the guy who I think it should be. I don't care if it's Russ, Carmelo. I don't care who it is. This team needs somebody and maybe even multiple people to step up tonight. You cannot lose to Oklahoma City, especially when they came back. You're up 26 points in that game. They came back and won. You got to win this game tonight because these are the early season games against teams that are inferior you have to bank these wins. What do you think? Well, maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's the uh, the 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 dichotomy I'm trying to figure out because you remove LeBron James from the starting five, and like you said, you're trying to figure out which guy you lean on. I always thought it would be Westbrook, but maybe AD thinks it should be AD. So maybe that's the stuff you're trying to figure out. What I'm trying to say is maybe LeBron being out right now is a good thing. Because late, you can figure that stuff out, and then later when you add him to the mix, I mean, you'll be that much more unstoppable if it's possible. But, yeah, I think it's possible to beat OKC. Like you said, you're up by 26. That's more of an internal failure than them beating you. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma City only has one win so far this year. It's against the Lakers, and it was a 26-point comeback, and there was no LeBron. Yeah, that's a fluke. Yeah, totally. that's, that's the outlier. That's the one you throw out. That's that's the 1D, that uh, test paper you throw out and say, keep the A's and the B's. So today is Laker Ticket Thursday. We will give away Laker tickets for this upcoming Monday night against Charlotte at 5.45 p.m. Everybody who's listening right now, you guys have the advantage because the question of the show could come from the opening segment. So stay with us the entire time. We're giving away the tickets at 5.45. DeMarco Farr is in. Coming up, the Rams make the trade for Vaughn Miller. He is here. He is practicing. He is in a uniform. Will he play? 
Let's get to Marco's opinion about what's going on with the Rams coming right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Yeah, it's Sedano and Cap on a Thursday afternoon here on 710 ESPN. Sedano on assignment with the network. That means the Super Bowl champ, DeMarco Farr. Yes, sir. Is in studio. I feel like a bonehead right now. Why is that? Uh, I have a coaching friend um, that he used to coach for the Rams, linebacker coach. I think he, he was the head coach at Northwestern, mm-hmm. and he's an old school linebacker coach. So we just bounce stuff off each other. You know, I, I ask him questions about offense, how you defend, how you would call, and. You know, he sends me answers and whatnot. And I forgot that he's working for the Indianapolis Colts, and they're on Thursday night, and he does the radio <laughs> broadcast. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I keep texting him, like, uh, do you hate me? You, you're not answering? He's like, dude, I'm on the air right now. Please stop texting me. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't That's be great. that person. I, you know, you know I, that, that text their ex, and they're not getting a text back. But it's it's normal. This is what we do. He texts me. He always, like, texts or calls me at, like, 3 a.m. Yeah, so that's his thing. So me, I just blow him up. Because are funny. I didn't know he Bro-lands. was. Yeah, I didn't know he was on the air. That's my guy, though. Okay. Oh man, that's funny. Um, yeah. In the meantime, tonight the Jets play the Colts on Thursday Night Football, and while most sports fans will be like, "Ugh, I'm not gonna watch the Jets and the Colts." I don't know, Demarco. I'm a football junkie. I'll watch any game. I've sent you tweets when yeah. I'm sitting at junior college football games. I'll watch any football game there is, including tonight, the Colts and the Jets. Especially the Jets are a weird team because they've beaten the Titans and they've beaten the Bengals, two really good teams, when the Jets are considered a really bad team. And most recently, they have this quarterback named Mike White. I had no idea who this guy was. I had to look him up. Third-year player out of Western Kentucky, threw for 405 yards last week. So I am curious. i watch this game tonight. His first start and his jersey's hanging in the Hall of Fame. How about that? Yeah, I mean, that's your first start ever. You're over 400. I think only Cam Newton threw for more yards in his first start. So, yeah, uh, worth watching. And I think Indianapolis is is intriguing. I really do. They they took it on the chin to Tennessee, who the Rams are about to play. Uh, but Carson Wentz looks better. He's gotten a whole lot better. So, yeah, that's that's an intriguing game. I, I, I can't wait to get my eyes on it, no doubt. Isn't it funny, though, that Carson Wentz, you know, we say he looks good because he made such a boneheaded play he had like a Mark Sanchez butt fumble yeah. kind of moment where he put the ball from his right hand and his left hand and from his end zone threw a ball in the middle of the field. The ball gets intercepted. It's like a two-yard interception return pick six. But if he doesn't throw that interception, he doesn't get the ball back right away, which he led a touchdown drive, which led to a tie and, and went to overtime. So, I mean, I know That's we funny. all laughed at Carson yeah. Wentz for that boneheaded move, to use your word, but um, 
it actually it paid off kind of in a weird way in uh, Indianapolis. Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Joey Bosa, Zeke Elliott, Jalen Ramsey, Ronnie Staley, DeForest Buckner. That was your top seven in 2016, top seven of the draft. If you could redraft now, who should go number one? All right, let me hear that list one more time. Jared Goff, mm-hmm. Carson Wentz, both guys are on different teams now. Joey Bosa, who's killing it. Zeke Elliott, Jalen Ramsey, who's here. Ronnie Staley, DeForest Buckner. I would say Jalen Ramsey, man. I, I would I, Again, right away, my first thought would have been Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. First overall pick would be Jalen Ramsey. Second overall pick would probably be Joey Bosa. Right, you know, that's the way it should go. And then probably Zeke Elliott over the other two quarterbacks. But, I mean... Look, I think the jury's not out. It's it's still out on both guys. Goff and, and Wentz, they have a long time to prove that they're not the guy. Or they are the guy. Right. Well, let's let's, let's jump right into this. I, I thought Vaughn Miller showing up in, in at the Rams training facility, and I, I loved his quote. He said, I went to sleep. I was 4-4. Four and four. I woke up. I was 7-1. and one. Wow. Big what statement. A, what a great quote, right? Big statement. Yes, big statement. Good for you. Now, have I heard that? If, if I'm on the Rams, if I'm in that locker room, now you've got a lot to prove. You know, don't don't come over here and, you know, ride us to a championship. So, you know, I'm looking for great stuff out of Alan Miller. I, I think he's terrific. I think this changes the math for everybody else uh, in the NFC West. I mean, you really have issues now when you think about if you add Von Miller to Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd. I don't think you have enough blockers to keep all three guys from from getting to your quarterback. You're going to have to change a lot. Raheem Morris will have a chance to change a lot. You don't have to be so reliant on the blitz to get home. You may not, not have to blitz again for the rest of the year with these guys. You expect him to play this weekend against Tennessee, who, by the way, is coming in to SoFi without Derrick Henry. And, and so if one thing Indianapolis, who will play tonight on Thursday Night Football, did a favor to the, the Rams is, you know, in that game, that's when Henry got hurt. He's obviously had season-ending surgery. Well, I wouldn't so, give the Colts credit for that. <laughs> well, you, know, you know, if they I'm knocked saying, him cold and he's in, <laughs> like, the concussion protocol, then yes. But if he broke a bone in his foot, that's just, you know, that's nature. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 they are now, the Rams, hosting the Titans, who are not necessarily the Titans without Derrick Henry. And this is such an important game. Even if Derrick Henry was playing, it's such a monster game for yeah. the Rams. Because when you look at the Packers now without Rodgers, and it could be one game, maybe it'll be two games. Uh, when you look at Arizona, who says that Kyler Murray will not practice all week, he will show up and he will play in San Francisco on Sunday. That's the expectation. I don't know if he'll be good. I don't know if he'll be able to run around. I don't know if he'll hurt his foot worse. Bottom line is, when I look at the Rams' schedule, the rest of it, I see a game in Green Bay, a game in Arizona, a game in Baltimore. Other than that, they don't really have a very tough schedule, all things considered. Oh, I, I'm with you. I mean, you can really set yourself up big, and you, you have to go one game at a time. You have to beat Tennessee uh, first. But you'd be crazy not to think about the ramifications of Aaron Rodgers not being there if Kyler Murray starts to slow down. All of this stuff factors in and matters. Uh, the fact that King Henry isn't playing, to answer your question, I think you'll see more of Von Miller than uh, you thought you would on the trade week because you're not facing this monster in – in, in Derrick Henry coming downhill. This is going to be a passing game if the Rams can stop the run. There's a good chance they will. So you'll have to get after Tannehill. I think you'll see him in obvious passing situations. I don't think you traded for him just to sit him. So if you get to third and a mile when it's easy, where you don't have to know terminology and know the defense, just go out and find the right tackle and beat him to the quarterback, I think you'll see Von Miller there, which I think this is probably what this game is going to be like. 
with Adrian Peterson running the football or whoever else they're going to try in a play-action pass offense. If not, scrap it. Try to put Tannehill and shotgun and say, beat us with, beat, beat us with, your, with your arm. I don't think that's possible. Not with the way the Rams are constructed on defense now. I think every team's going to, going to struggle throwing the football against these guys. So what do you think the Rams got, though, in Vaughn Miller? Because you're talking about a guy who's now into his 30s. He had some good production early in the season. By the way, the Broncos were 3-0, and but their opponents were combined 0-9, so he was producing against bad teams. The production at least statistically slowed down, and there's talk of some you know, lower extremity uh, injury type stuff. So what do you think the Rams are actually getting? Are they getting the guy that was one of the most dominant defensive players just four or five years ago, or are they getting a guy like really close to the end? Well, he's got 110 sacks. He's the active leader. So you're, no one's been to the quarterback more than him. Uh, so he's the best of his era, and that's what you're getting. Now, he's older. They're all older. At some point, you're going to do this with Aaron Donald. You're going to have to start limiting the pitch count. So I would expect you didn't bring Von Miller here to play every single down, play every single first down and you know, uh, try to gut you out into third and long situations so he can rush the passer. I think you have enough guys – to play defense, let Raheem Morris kind of coordinate those first and second down plays, and then when it's when it's time to pass to pick up a first down, that's when you see Von Miller trot on the field. So I don't think you'll see a guy that has to play 70 snaps a game anymore. I think what you're going to see is high fly, about 35, 40 snaps a game, and they're all like elite-level pass rush plays. That, to me, is, is a game-changer for the L.A. Rams defense. Right, I want to remind everybody who's tuning in right now that today is Laker Ticket Thursday. At 5.45 this afternoon, DeMarco and I, Laura and Lindsay, the whole crew, we're going to give you a chance to win tickets to see the Lakers versus Charlotte this upcoming Monday night at Staples. The key to winning is listening to the entire broadcast. So if you're just getting with us and you missed the opening segment, I can't do much for you right now. But you got to listen real carefully, take notes, do whatever you got to do, because at 5.45, we're giving away Laker tickets, and uh, make sure you're tuning in the entire afternoon. DeMarco, tell me what it's like for you to be down on the sideline during Rams games, during the Rams radio broadcast here on 710. Weird. (laughs) I mean, dude, you got got the, the crowd is crazy. The video board above the field is insane. This weekend, Isaac Bruce will be on. Oh, my God. I I can't wait. Former teammate of yours. So I'm just curious, like the difference between A, doing your job at the Coliseum, B, doing your job at SoFi when there's no fans, and C, now when you're inside SoFi and the place is going nuts. It's it's crazy. Um, Facing the field, normal, with the exception of Matthew Stafford. I'm still wild, wild by him. I am, and, and what he can do and how he does it. The, the guy throws from like eight different arm slots per game, per drive. It's amazing. Uh, there was a touchdown pass he threw in Houston, the short one to Robert Woods, uh, where he didn't necessarily throw it to him. He threw it at him. I mean, it hit him in the, ch- the chest so hard it echoed throughout the stadium. It was amazing. So that's just football with Matthew Stafford taking it up a notch. Now, when I turn around and face the crowd, that's when I realize, okay, I'm not in the Midwest anymore. This is Los Angeles. Uh, who was the guy from One Direction? Niall Horan? Uh, one of those singers was sitting right behind me. Uh, Exhibit was behind him. Tommy Lee was two rows behind them. It was amazing. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like MTV come to life. There's actors, <laughs> there's, there, there's celebrities, there, there are people there 
all the time. And there are guys that and people that you just not go gaga over, but you have to stare at a little bit. And then you realize, oh, I have to get back to the football side of it. So, yeah, it's weird. It's great. The football – Niall Horan, thank you. The football is better, uh, but but the, the, the people watching, oh, my God, it goes to a whole new level from field level. So, wait, so Niall Horan is somebody in one direction? Is that right now, Laura? Yes. Lindsay, you guys know I'm not – I don't. I don't know anyone. I had from to one Google direction. it. I will oh. be very, very honest. The only one that I know is like Harry, Harry Styles, Styles yeah. and the other guy, yep. Zai, whatever his name is. Well, I have. I, I used to have a teenager, so yeah. Yeah, one right direction the, is out of you know. I'm 33, man. So it's it's out of my house. They had <laughs> some <know>. hits, <laughs> but he was sitting right behind me. So that was just. How'd you know it was him? I have a teenager. So you were like, oh, my God, there's Niall from One Direction? I, I actually, I was trying to like, okay, how do I do this? I want to get a picture so I can send it to my daughter, but that might be weird. Oh by, the, oh, by the way, are. we have a football game, too. Yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't know who you are, he's in the wrong house. I think he I, might have been in the wrong house. He had I no was, idea. <laughs> I was going to say, if you say exactly what you said, like, hey, uh, my daughter's a big fan of you, and I want to get a picture, but I don't want to be weird. I feel like that's an acceptable well, way to go about it. But walking over to that box, it's like the celebrity box. You know what I mean? It's 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 like the uh, it's like a club in there, the velvet rope. So, you know, mm. I don't want to be one of those guys. I want to, but, you know, maybe I'll get up the guts to do it. I feel like you can be because you're like a celebrity at, at the Ram Stadium, you know? Okay, I'll take that. I'm on the field. <laughs> Yeah, right. you know, you got a microphone in your hand. Yeah. I'm saying. I, yeah. I, I might do. I might just jump in the crowd. I might crowd surf one day. You never know. If they're real Rams fans, then you're a celebrity. To See, that. I'm not sure if they're Rams fans. I think they're just there to be seen right, right oh. now. They, they yeah. just be like LA celebs that. who know that this is the place to be now. Yes, I hate that. I, I, but but since they're in the building, <sighs> you have a chance to win them over. That's what I think. Not come all, people. come one, come all, but leave as a fan. I don't think that's what it – okay, for me, this is the reason why, like, I love the Lakers, but if you go to Laker games, people are taking selfies, they're doing this, they're doing that. They're not even watching the game, and you have me, like, talking all this smack, right? Because that's what I do for the most part when I watch a game. But, like, Dodger Stadium, people watch the game. Lakers – Eh, you got like a 60-40 there. Okay. And then Rams, I feel like now it's becoming the it thing because, I mean, SoFi is so yeah. beautiful that people are just going to go, like you said, to be seen. And I'm just like. Well, I gave these mm. guys credit. They were into the game. Okay. I'm not even sure if this guy likes football, Niall Horan, whatever his name is. Okay. Uh, but at least he was cheering at the right moments. You know what I mean? He wasn't lost. Okay. Yeah. So maybe. Who knows? But they were there. It was cool. That's the difference now. Like every time you turn around, there's somebody famous standing behind you. Who is Tommy Lee with, you know? Tommy Lee was with a guy. I, I never saw him before. And oh. you know what? I was talking to him, and um, I grew up playing drums, and I used to like watching him play drums because he was very theatrical. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to tell him that, and then I stopped because I didn't want to be disappointed. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Never meet your hero. Never meet your hero, right. <laughs> <laughs> So I just said, what's up, and kept it pushing. <laughs> I love it, man. All right, DeMarco is in for Sedano. Lindsay's here. Laura's here. So we've got three-fourths of the team, but we love having DeMarco in. we got a lot more we want to get to. Coming up, DeMarco, I want to get your opinion. We talk about the news cycle in the NFL. I want to hear what you think about what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. I want your opinion on what's going on with the Raiders. And we are coming back to LeBron, his injury, the Lakers. We'll get to all of that. Hey, if you want to jump in, 877-710-ESPN. 
888-957-3776. And today is Laker Thursday, so we're giving away those tickets at 545, but you got to listen to the entire broadcast. DeMarco's in for Sedano. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Yo, what's up? It's a Thursday afternoon here on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. DeMarco Farr, the Super Bowl champion. The Rams sideline commentator on the broadcast heard here on 710. DeMarco is in for Sedano. This portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. Speaking of healthcare, DeMarco, I think our top story today, really locally, is LeBron. And this, you ready for the name of the injury? Go ahead. He has a rectus abdominis issue. Rectus abdominis, so muscle butt? You know, I think we should probably, like, WebMD or Google or something. That's what I thought at first. And I looked it up, and it just looks like it's the abdominal muscle, like in your abs, because I never heard the second your part. Your abs with a B. Yeah. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. No, right. right. No other S in oh, there. Oh, okay. Yes. Just checking. A-B-S. Right. Um. I don't know what the rectus part of the abdominis portion really means. Maybe like the rectangular part of your abs rectus. I don't know. I'm just making I think it's just like the super scientific technical term for it. Oh, okay. Very Latin. Yeah. Makes he you has sound a tummy really ache. smart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's I don't sore. Know. <laughs> tell you this, though. They say a week. Oklahoma City tonight, a team that beat the Lakers a week ago. Beatable, though, yes. And, yeah, and came from 26 points back. Okay, but beatable. And, and really, come on, the, the Lakers should win this game tonight. Fair, yes. If you don't, there's an issue. I agree. Yeah. and I'm Well, looking... I, I would say issue. I would say cause for alarm, but not an issue. Not well, yet. It's I mean, too they're... early to say issue. Right. They're 5-3. and three. Uh, George and I were having this conversation yesterday because he's like already gotten to the point where he's like defensively they're terrible they're bottom feeder of the league and they can never win a championship with this kind of a defense and I'm like hello it's eight games in can we pump the brakes just a little bit because they don't have their full complement of the roster and they barely played in the preseason they didn't put any effort into the preseason. I thought we were all going to give them at least 20 games before we make any judgment of any kind. That's what I th- – what does your barometer start? I, some people start at Christmas. Some yeah, people I'm, start after the new year. I'm waiting until the midway point of the season. Okay, fair. Me too. This is way too soon to panic about anything. 41 games. Yeah, fair. After 41 games, we're going to find out what the Lakers are all about. That's, that's, that's a very good sample size. Absolutely. I've decided in my sporting life that from now on, I'm no longer judging any team until the midway point. So, for example, in baseball, 
I'm not even looking at them until after the All Star break. Okay. In basketball, 41 games, and football. Not you here can we are. you can go ahead and say week one if they're bad. Yeah. You know bad football when you see <laughs> right, it. Right. Yeah, you can yeah. write you can write them off early. <laughs> yeah, like like the Detroit Lions or the Houston Texans. You know, last week when the Lions were down 38 nothing to Philadelphia. And the Rams were up 38 nothing over Houston. Yeah. I was literally sitting here trying to figure out who's worse, Detroit or Tex or the Houston. Uh, I would say Houston, man. Um, Houston was good for about six quarters until Tyrod Taylor got hurt. And then the bottom just fell out. And it's bad, bad. They got to do something with Watson. They've got to get that stink out of their house before they're going to be able to change that culture. It's just bad. It's gone from bad to apathy. I mean that's 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 about as bad as you can get. You know, you say apathy, and I was I was saying earlier that when I watched the Rams play at Houston, that stadium was so empty. It reminded me. I don't know if you'll remember this, but it reminded me of when Houston lost the Oilers to Tennessee, because at that time there was nobody in the Astrodome. It was the same thing this past weekend during the Rams Titan or during the Rams Texans game. Wow. You know, I was looking at some of those Texan fans, and some were, you know what? They weren't even mad anymore. Uh, they weren't. They weren't even upset with bad plays or bad calls or just getting blown out. I mean, they were almost ready to cry. You know what I mean? Like, it's that bad there right now. Like, bad, bad, bad. No, yeah. There's nothing positive about Houston right now. Well, listen, I, I want to jump in, though. I want to get your opinion on this Aaron Rodgers situation because, look, Aaron Rodgers – prior to the storyline that is going around the country right now, I think he was one of America's favorite sports figures. You know, aloof and a little strange, and I think some people kind of look at him as selfish. And, but, but seriously, like, now what has happened here, I really want to get your opinion on this. We're coming right back. Everybody stay with us. I want to hear what DeMarco thinks about Aaron Rodgers. I want to hear what he thinks about how the Raiders will respond this week, the mess in Cleveland. This has been a crazy news cycle in the NFL. And, yes, we're coming back to the Lakers because today is Laker Ticket Thursday, and we're giving away tickets at 545. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thursday afternoon here on Sedano and Cap. Remember, today is a Lakers ticket Thursday, which means at 545 this afternoon, we're giving away tickets to see the Lakers versus Charlotte this Monday night. And, DeMarco, you'll love this, a $50 gift card to Wingstop. Ooh, hey. Now you're talking my language. Yes, sir. I saw that uh, Wingstop brought a bunch of wings or boneless wings in yesterday for Mason in Ireland. I had some. You did? I had had the uh, garlic parmesan, which I'm not a huge fan, but they also had bone-in. I'm a bone-in flats person. Uh So good. Story of my life. I'm always one day late. I know you didn't see me cut mace. Oh yes, what is this you, about you cutting mace you with a straight razor? I'll, I'll show you during the break. We don't need to do this on. Oh, here, okay, all right. Like that, that's the first thing she told me, Cap. I cut mace. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, where do you go from there? <laughs> well, he, he apparently has insanely thick eyebrows. He does. That's what okay, she said. Okay. 
Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I'm thinking, like, would you you cut his throat or what, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I'm Latina, Because I'm Latina. The first thing you say I'm is Latina. I cut Mace. I cut him, you know? Porque soy mexicana, right? That's like, no, no. I thought it was a confession or something, you know? <laughs> wow. Like, what did I just walk into? I mean, like, these are my confessions. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lindsay, when I'm in Vegas this weekend, I'm thinking about possibly – Going to one of those stores you told me where I can get the second half of my eyebrows like, like written in on pen in my Ulta. my head. You, yeah, I mean, wait, you're so wait, you're gonna do the microblading before you try the tinting. Um, that, I don't really know saying? the difference, Demarco. I was yesterday when this whole story came out that Laura cut Steve Mason because she was trying to make a little racing stripe in his eyebrow. Yeah. I had to make the admission on the air that I'm like balding in the eyebrow area, so I've got half an eyebrow. And then the outside portion, I've just gone completely eyebrow bald. You can do that? I didn't well, know, I didn't know that, it that's either. That's a thing? Well, I, again, I didn't know it. But every time I look at myself, I'm like, what the hell happened to the second half of my eyebrows? Okay, so you're going to fill them in. So Lindsay here tells me that there's a, a technique, apparently, that could make my eyebrows... I, I don't know. Explain. Well, it, well, if you, I mean, if you want just a temporary thing to see if you like what it looks like, which is what I would suggest you do first... You go to like Ulta or like a beauty salon and you ask them to tint your eyebrows. And they basically use this special dye that's made just for your eyebrows to tint the the hair of your eyebrows. And then it also kind of tints the skin a little bit. Mm -hmm. So if you are lacking hair, like you claim to be, <laughs> like you, you actually are, I did see the picture, then, then, you know, it makes your skin a little darker there, kind of dyes your skin a little so it fills it in. And then if you like that, you could go get it microbladed, which is more permanent. It lasts like a year and a half, two years. And it's basically like um, kind of like a semi-permanent tattoo where they, they put little slices in your eyebrows and fill them in with ink. Wow. And, and DeMarco, I didn't realize this. <laughs> this, is, this is a big problem for a lot of guys out there. Really? They, oh, apparently so, because we got a lot of tweets yesterday like, yo. I'm I'm half an eyebrow guy too. Are you serious? Wow, this is a thing. I didn't know this. Yeah. I okay. Didn't know it either. Well, that's point shaving though. You got to let it go naturally. I you know, I thought about that because yeah. I, I occasionally I was telling the girls that occasionally I'll have like one really super long eyebrow hair yep. and then what I try and do is I try and comb it over like See? a bald guy, you In know. In a year you're going to be having calf implants. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to start with peck implants. <laughs> See, that'll be the last one you do. <laughs> well, today is a Laker ticket Thursday. We're giving away tickets to see the Lakers versus Charlotte this Monday night, plus a $50 Wingstop gift card. Make sure, everybody, you are listening very closely the entire show because at about 545, we're going to ask a show-related question about today's show. The first caller that correctly answers is going to win the tickets to the Lakers versus Charlotte Monday night and that $50 Wingstop gift card. So listen for your chance to win, because today is Laker Ticket Thursday. DeMarco, what do you think about this Aaron Rodgers disaster in Green Bay? I just want to hear your opening thoughts about this. Well, I mean, look, um, I'm still processing all the information, but you know, Aaron Rodgers is not the first athlete that let me down. Uh, John Bones Jones let me down once a week. Uh, Mike Tyson let me down. Tiger Woods let me down. Uh, Hulk Hogan let me down. You know, I mean, Mel Gibson let me down. So not the first celebrity or athlete to, to, to you know, disappoint me in some way. But this is different, man. I mean, I think what Stephen A said, and it was pretty strong to call him a liar, but 
I think that might be the truth. If you represented yourself as vaccinated and you're behaving as 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 such, like you're doing interviews without a mask on and you're talking to your teammates or the opposing team without a mask on and you know that you're putting people at risk, then you know uh, that that kind of changes things. And I don't I don't mean just for a while. I mean my, it might be permanently. Um, that's just something you can't do. And just if you lied to your teammates and told them one thing and then this happens and you catch COVID and then you find out that everything you represented to us was was a lie. I mean, I don't know how you come back from that. Yeah, I mean, I watched, I went back. Personally. I think, every, I think yeah. everybody has probably gone back by now and seen the press conference from late August. And one of the reporters says, so, uh, Aaron, what is your opinion on vaccination and are you vaccinated? And he kind of puts his head down. He gets kind of quiet and he says, yeah, um, uh, I'm immunized. Yeah. And, um, you know, vaccine, it's kind of an interesting topic. You know, some people do, some people don't. You know, it's a personal issue. Like he, he just was talking around it, but he was very specific. He said, I'm immunized. And what's I, what I find interesting is, as we all call him a liar, is that he was being honest. I took something that should make me immune, but he never used the word vaccinated. And we're a bunch of sports reporters that are standing there at that press conference, those guys that were there, guys and girls. And there, nobody has the, the like brain power or the courage to say, excuse me, excuse me, uh, Aaron. Um, he slipped you, one by you. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you said immunized, but we're all talking about vaccinations. You're a smart guy. Why don't you explain to us the differentiation between immunization and vaccination? That, nobody had a follow-up because everybody just kind of took it at face value. So I guess it's our fault for not catching it. Well, I mean, listen, I'm not here to defend the guy because I yeah. think what he's done is insanely selfish. You know, I, I get where you're coming from. I, I do. I mean, maybe we should have caught it, but this, you know, the fault lies with him. And whatever punishment he gets from the team or the league is warranted. You shouldn't play with something like this. This could cost somebody their life or somebody that one of your teammates' relatives could suffer because of your decision. So, yeah, I mean, right now, this is the worst thing you can do. It really is. Um, I, I, I don't know anything worse than outside of what the Raiders are going through. I don't know anything worse than what Aaron Rodgers just did. Yeah, and and the thing is, if you're the Packers and, you know, he's a major headache coming into the season, but you're now 7-1, and one, and now he's got COVID, and he's going to miss this week, and he's likely to potentially miss the following week because apparently he's not going to be able to come off the, the COVID list until Saturday, and the game would, the next game would be on Sunday. And he doesn't know how his body's going to be impacted by what's going to happen here in the next 10 days. And if you're the Packers, you've clearly allowed him to get away with this. The thing is, though, is that the reports seem to indicate that the NFL also knew this. Wow. So I, I'm just curious, like, who's going to get punished? Are the Packers going to get punished? Is Rodgers going to get punished? What's the NFL going to do to itself if, well, if they actually knew? Aren't they tracing right now? They're, they're doing the contact tracing? I think it depends on if he infected someone or caused someone else to get sick. Uh, I know he put a lot of people at risk, but I don't know if he actually, if anybody contracted COVID outside of him. Yeah, but so, you know, it's, yeah, this, this is use, an onion they're going to peel for a while. Yeah, the, the word disappointed though that that's to, that's how I feel. You know, I feel like, come on, man, really? Like you went into that press conference, you told everybody you were immunized. None of us caught it. 
you took some alternate medication that apparently is going to you know keep you from getting it by the way i've had the vaccine both shots and i still got a covid breakthrough case and i'll i'll take the booster right now if somebody's got it for me right but i just feel like he has done exactly what you said he has really let down the packers the team especially the the kind of headache he was coming into the season the fan base cuz they're 7 and 1 and they're right in the mix of all of this and around the country i mean he has become a guy that everybody is just tearing apart because of this you know, look, football's hard uh, to begin with, and winning the championship's even harder. And you only get one shot at it sometimes. So Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback. He'll have multiple shots. But his teammates, some guys are going to be there that year. This is their best and only chance they'll have to win a championship. And when you're on this journey, this this long journey together, and you have to do a thousand things right all at the same time just to win a game, and then you lose your best player for something that could have been prevented – yeah, that's hard, man. I mean, that's that's a tough thing to do is go face your teammates and say, I'm sorry. Yeah, and it's really. even tougher to forgive. But I'll say this. Whatever happens, whenever he's eligible to play and healthy enough to play, he's going to play because he's one of the best quarterbacks out there. Yeah, and again, the, the Packers are 7-1, and one, and they're thinking about home field advantage throughout. All I keep thinking about is the Rams and how the Rams should be looking at Arizona, whose quarterback isn't practicing all week and has a bum foot and is going to show up on Sunday and play at San Francisco. And the Packers, a team that the Rams have to go play in Green Bay, who knows what Aaron Rodgers or that team is going to be when the Rams get there. Because, again, the Rams have the Packers on the road, they've got, uh, they've got Baltimore on the road, and they've got Arizona on the road. Other than that, I mean, they really have a very weak schedule. We'll go deeper into that coming up. Uh, and also, Laura's got what you need to know. That's right around the corner. And I'm going to throw DeMarco a total curveball. Coming right back. See if he can hit it out. This is Laker Ticket Thursday. We're giving away Laker tickets at 545. you got to listen to every segment of the show so that you can answer the question at 545 p.m. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 